Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style and powerography would like to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners quartz and canary jewelry and wellness company use code empower 15 to receive 15 percent off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com quartz and canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style Hello there, Brad Walsh here, your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Tamron. She is a shamanic storyteller, a spiritual alchemist, and an astrologer. How are you doing this morning, Tamron? I am awesome. Thank you so much, Brad, for your time today. Oh, it is my pleasure. Thank you for making and taking the time to be here with me today and talk a little bit about you, your story, your journey. I'm really looking forward to jumping in. So let's do exactly that. All righty, let's go. (laughs) <laughs> so as you meant, as I mentioned, you are a shamanic storyteller, a spiritual alchemist, and an astrologer. For those that might not know, what is a shamanic storyteller? What do you do? Well, thank you for asking that, Brad. Oh. It is a word that I really had to contemplate in my marketing. But what I realized over the years that when I said something to someone, people felt it. So there's a responsibility that came with that. And what it basically means as a nutshell is that My energy has the power to shift other people's energy. And sometimes when I say things, people realize, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe what it is that you're saying or what you're sharing is just a different way of looking at a situation. So it alters something. That is so powerful. Yeah. Hugely powerful. So how long have you been a shamanic storyteller? To be honest, I'm going to say people started sharing that like reflecting that to me that I should be a speaker probably about 25 years ago. And it was during a time when I was in my huge spiritual awakening and needing to really understand myself. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of ran with that. I didn't implement, you know, being a speaker back then, the big words were like, you know, you need to be a motivational speaker. And I'm like, "Mm," but that didn't resonate with me. You know, mm-hmm. do you need to be motivating people? I don't yeah. motivate people. A lot of people say I inspire them because okay. I've said something that makes them, again, think differently or look at a situation differently because I share a lot of my own insights about what I've learned about myself. My right. stories aren't what people did to me, the the drama, the what happened. It's like, you know, what was something that I needed to learn that really altered my challenge. The lessons you take from the experiences. Yeah. And I didn't realize I was doing it. I didn't realize that I genuinely was a storyteller. And so people say to me, like now it is a huge buzzword in the marketing and in 2022. And so I just realized I needed to put another adjective on the word storyteller. And that's how I came up with it. I just went, you know what? Someone said to me a long time ago, are you a shaman? And I'm like, not that I practice shamanism, but shamanism is when you alter something in yourself that creates that ripple effect, right? Can you share with us also, what is a spiritual alchemist? 
Oh, that's another great <laughs> word that I had to come up with in my marketing. It took me a long time to really redo my marketing. So I'm proud of what I decided to use for 2022. And to be honest, Brad, an alchemist, the traditional world alchemist is a scientist. So right. an alchemist is the person who takes the medicine first before they give it to others. So, you okay. know, think of the old classic movies or whatever. That's a scientist, right? I'm not going to give you something that I haven't tried on myself. But a spiritual alchemist is more about transforming ourselves through using tools that are associated with the energy of love, like divine love, and that's spiritual love. And when I work with clients or I post something on social media, a lot of what I'm trying to do is to get people to really think from their heart, act from their heart, feel their heart first. And that is a practice that I've been using myself now since well, to early 2000. So it's about connecting with my own heart. And that is what spiritual alchemy is. It's about changing our perception or our reality just through that energy of love, which comes from our heart. Everything is about love. It all starts with love. Everything is caused through love, whether yes. it's good or bad. It's because love was involved. That's it. <laughs> You're right. 100%. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you're also an astrologer, Tamron. How long have you been an astrologer? Oh, I think in another lifetime, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. You don't become an astrologer. Astrology finds you, okay. just like I believe a lot of things that we manifest in our reality. However, back in about 2018, you know, I was a YouTube-aholic and I love <laughs> YouTube-aholic. Oh, I love YouTube. And so I was searching for something and I came across astrology, this astrologer, this Vedic astrologer from the States. And it was just, I was listening to what he was teaching a class and he just recorded it and something just triggered. And some of the messages I walked away from just listening to his little course, I was like, okay, this is fascinating because, you know, I'm a Capricorn, which yeah. means Capricorns yeah. get a lot of challenges because, you know, leadership is about guiding others. So how can you guide someone if you haven't gone through it first, True. right? True. It's not to say you're there or whatever, but sometimes Capricorns just kind of intuitively know what to do with, you know, it's uh, well, let's do this or whatever. But in his video, I thought, okay, this is validating a lot of myself and I could understand things about my own family members. And I thought, wow, there's truth to this. You know, what he was saying is that we're all unique and special. And if we understand that about ourselves, that's where we can feel empowered rather than feeling like we're not like somebody else or, yeah. you know, we're not like the others. And so you can really grasp your superpowers from it. And that was an eye opener for me. And I've studied a lot of new age courses over the past 20 years, and I was so drawn to it. And then when COVID hit in spring of 2020, and I was studying still astrology on yeah. my own and sharing astrology messages, even though I wasn't certified, like it made sense to me. I could study without a teacher. I just watched videos. And so I joined an online astrology school in September of 2020 and just like pushed, like just studied like crazy because I am a bit of a nerd, <laughs> um, just a little bit. And so if That's I, pay okay. for some, yeah, and Embrace if I pay your for inner something, nerd. 
Well, that's just it, right? That is yeah. a scientist too. Like those scientists, we really are the nerds. And so I studied really hard. I used that, you know, stay at home message. And I, you know, started a study group with other astrology students and we studied together. And I realized that there was just things I intuitively understood and did not know why. And as an astrologer, you study your own astrology chart. And in that you see, yeah, I must have been an astrologer in another lifetime. If people <laughs> believe that because I do have powerful planets in the sign of astrology. So, so it only resonates. <laughs> there is certification then for, for becoming an astrologer. Like someone could go to school to and study to become an astrologer, right? Absolutely. And there's lots of online schools. Traditionally, like, you know, it, it's an Eastern school, like, right. you know, a lot of India. That's Vedic astrology. It's ancient. And I became a Western astrologer. Okay. However, I'm very fascinated by Vedic. So I do believe in the future, I am going to become a Vedic astrologer as well. And the reason why is Vedic is it's more accurate and more scientific, whereas Western astrology is really about understanding yourself and your personality and your karma. And that's really what I was fascinated with at the time. But I've had a vision now for at least 10 years to start okay. an online a new age school of okay. sorts. That's my big vision, you know, which I yeah. see happening maybe in the next three to five years. And I want astrology to be a course that is going to be like your number one course that you yeah. take. Very cool. That's a lofty goal, and I'm sure you'll do it. I think I will. Brad. I think you will too. Why would someone want to become an astrologer? Well, I think to become an astrologer is more of a calling. Like I said, astrology is a way to help people understand themselves and give themselves meaning. So on another level, an astrologer is a healer. You study the planets and how they move around in the sky. Mm -hmm. And where they actually were the minute you were born, when you took that first breath, if you look up, astrology is the picture of where everything was the minute you took that first breath and you became human here on the planet. And the way this, the planets are positioned is a story and it's a journey of what your life could be here on the planet Earth. But there's the other side to it. It's all about choice. Okay. So it can be like, you know, you have the quote potential to be this only if you're willing to do the work on yourself. Yeah. Overall, I mean, you can do anything you want in life as long as you're willing to invest the time and put in the work and, and do it. Yeah. Not blame yeah. other people. Like yeah, you can't yeah. say that you know, oh, you look at someone's chart. I look at someone's chart and I go, wow, like my, my, I always say a prayer before I do a reading or okay. I work with a client or do yeah. a podcast interview with someone. <laughs> like I always put a prayer out there because it's not about me. It's about being of service to someone. And if having all these skills as a storyteller and an alchemist and astrologer are all things that I use to support someone, to help them give their life meaning and to understand we're not just here to live by stuff and die. Yeah, that's the big lesson. I think I really believe that COVID has started, that whole COVID experience has started to shift that mentality and that way of thinking that we don't have to follow societal standards. And we are not here just to follow this path that society has carved out for us where you've got to 
go to school, get an education, get married, buy the house, buy stuff, da 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 da, and then die. Go on your your two week vacation every year, have the two and a half kids, and that's life. Yeah, because that's not life. No, that, exactly. That, that's not that's living why, at all. Well, yeah, that's why for me, my, and you know, I believe uh, COVID is a spiritual awakening. Like yes. as an astrologer, right? Yeah. I was mm-hmm. studying, and even all the astrologers were like, "Spring of twenty twenty, something huge is going to happen." They yeah. couldn't predict what, but yeah, all the astrologers I was following were like. We don't know what it is, but it's going to be global. Like yeah. nobody I followed said, you know, could even predict there was going to be like a, a virus. So it's quite interesting. And still, when I work with clients, even now that are coming to me, when I do a consultation or I work with someone, I am there to give them that little piece of information, Brad, that shifts it. And I go, okay. This is something you need to understand about yourself. So you can really pull yourself out of that victim mentality and run with it. That's beautiful. Because there's something like still they haven't grasped yet. They're stuck in their old societal ways or whatever. We're trying to go backwards. They're trying to like, you know, go back to the way it was. And I Mm -hmm. stop looking there. It doesn't exist. No. Like, let me guide you a little bit. Let me point you in this direction. Things have forever changed. Yeah. And for the better. Yeah, I think so too. I agree with you 100%. This was a necessary occurrence. We needed this in the world. And there has been so much good that has come out of it. Yes, there's been bad that's come out of it too, of course. But there's been far more good. I think the good outweighs the bad. Well, yeah, we get the the bad was we just had to let go of what didn't serve us anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not necessarily bad. Change is inevitable. Every day is a new story. For sure. I love that. Every day is a new story. Love it. Yeah. Look up in the sky. The planets have moved overnight. Yeah. All the time. Tamara, what is the most powerful or beneficial thing about astrology? For me, Brad, and for all of the people that I enjoy working with, it's just, it's validation. It helps you give meaning to some of the challenges that maybe you might feel ashamed of or afraid to talk about or feel guilty of or whatever. It literally makes your life make sense. Because an astrologer takes that emotion out of your story and we can look at it from an objective point of view and go, okay, yeah, I understand. I don't go into a lot of the heavy stuff with people, you know, Brad, everybody has karma. Oh yeah. Everybody's going to make mistakes. Everybody has lessons. You don't come here with like the promise of, oh, this is paradise. Like your life's going to be easy. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, definitely not. We're not here for that, but I can help people understand it. Mm -hmm. I can help people say, well, I don't know why this keeps happening. And I go, well, this is why, Yeah. right? And this is maybe how you can look at it differently. And people come back and say, wow, like that, you just changed my life. Enlightenment. Yeah. That is very powerful for sure. Is there a best time for a person to get a reading done? It depends on the type of reading. Like astrology is like doctor's. You know, you can specialize, you can be general, you know, the stuff you see in the newspaper, like, you know, the little daily little horoscopes. Okay. That's not real astrology. That's (laughs) just content. Okay. An astrologer is a healer. So some people specialize in, you know, fertility or, you know, love and my Mm -hmm. relationships or just anything. But for me, because astrology helped me to understand my life. 
And because I studied it, my own chart, I wanted to know how can I live differently based on all the information on my chart so that I feel more fulfilled and I'm living more towards my destiny and Mm -hmm. blossom as opposed to doing what I'm told. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? That does. Absolutely. Love it. Right. It's mm-hmm. not what I should be. It's not, oh, like you say, go to school and do this. Like when COVID mm-hmm. hit and I told people, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, I've decided to go back to school. And people are like, oh, yeah, that's so exciting. And I went, yeah, I've signed up for astrology. People were like, are you nuts? <laughs> what? You signed up for what? <laughs> yeah, another wacko woo-woo thing, you know, but hey, those same people, who do you think are knocking on my door? There now? you go. That's it right there. Can you explain how a reading session works? What happens? How it all works when someone comes to you for a reading? Yeah, Brett. Actually, you have two ways. You know, okay. In the past, like year, I was since I became, um, you know, I went through all the levels, yep. and I have studied with other teachers, so I can't say like I was certified in one school because I've taken different courses from different teachers. However, what happened after I became an astrologer was, you know, it literally does take about three to four hours to study the important information in someone's birth chart. When you look at that picture of, you know, where the planets were the day that person was born, you have to interpret that information. So for me, and being passionate about still wanting to share that secret information, which I found other astrologers were not sharing, I was like, this is information that empowered me. And this is what I want to share with others. However, there's an irony to it because I want people to live a more fulfilled lifestyle. So basically I'm looking at their chart and say, you know, this is your highest potential. This is your destiny and how you can do it is to start now. And so I want to give people simple tips, practical things they can start doing now so that it literally changes their vibe from like a soul level. But Brad, it's easy. Is it? Yeah. And people are so used to what's complicated. We like to complicate things, right? Yeah. It takes time for them to adjust because if I can say to you, okay, I recommend you do this. Yeah. But I feel so happy when I do that. I go, yeah. (laughs) Isn't that the point? Yeah, that's right. Because that spiritual alchemist, I want you to embrace these energies of love and happiness within yourself. Because when you do that, the universe responds back. Now you, you had mentioned that there are some things that some astrologers don't want to share. What, what did you mean by that? What, what types of things don't they want to share? Well, I think, and this is just not saying all astrologers like that, but this is what I'm feeling is that some people want you to keep coming back, right? right? So I'm not going to share it all. I don't want that. I want to give even in, and so in getting back to your earlier question, I was like, well, how can I reduce the amount of time? So it doesn't take me three to four hours to do a reading. Yeah. And how can I create something where they don't even have to call me and set up a time because that took more time. And then I'm like, okay, if it takes me five hours, are you going to pay me 500 bucks? No, (laughs) people don't want to. Right. Yeah. And so I, with the help of my two millennial children in the technology (laughs) world, I'm like, okay, guys, this is what I want to do. Can you help me do something? And just recently, it's only been in the last three weeks now, 
that I have created a way where I can pull all the information that I need and I take all that data and then I create a digital guidebook. So I'm using technology. So rather than booking me for your reading, you just purchase your, I call it um, an elixir of life because elixir of life is like, you know, that magical spiritual transformation, like take that elixir and I can create an authentic, individualized, unique digital guidebook for each person that buys one. And I was able to reduce the price down to 126 bucks. Nice. Right. So you don't get a reading. You get a guidebook and I give you those secret clues. Mm -hmm. And then if people, you know, they, they want to like continue understanding more about themselves, I go, just follow me on social media because everything I'm doing on social media is still pertaining to what's happening astrologically. Like the posts I put every day, the messages I'm putting online are aligned with astrology. Everything I do is aligned with astrology. So it doesn't matter where you follow me. If you just trust what I'm writing, people are like, how do you know I felt that today? And I go, well, where are the planets today? Right? So I made things affordable. That was kind of like, you know, and this is this thing about astrology. They want you to keep coming back to them every year or whatever. I don't want that. I want to give you something that you can use that's practical. It's easy. It's affordable. And then you can continue like following me. So I had to create a business plan that reflected how I felt I could help people. Now, what if they need some interpretation help with the guide that you send them? I wrote it in a way that it's easy to understand. So it's not a lot of astrology words. Like I initially did that. And that's when people came back and said, I don't understand that. So I had to write it in a way that it's just very simple. Okay. You know, so I talk about like there's personal planets in astrology and those are like the sun, right? Yeah. Your ego, like who you are, who, who you know yourself to be. That's what you see in a lot of astrology things. The moon is your subconscious and okay. that's the part of you that not a lot of other people see. And sometimes you don't even know who that is in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have what we call a rising sign, which is how other people see you. So you know, just those three parts of your astrology chart is your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign. So you're not just your sun sign, okay. not you're a combination. And then we have other planets too that are close to the earth. And those are Mercury, which is our intellectual mind. So how your mind functions mm-hmm. and understanding that can help even like a millennial understand you know, where they can be looking for work and how they can be more successful in like a team environment or working for someone. If you understand someone's Mercury, like, oh, you'd be good at this position and that. Yeah. Right. And Venus is (laughs) what we need to express love and how we will express love in return. And Mars is like our passion and our sexual energy and it's our life force. So, right. If you understand Venus and Mars, then you understand who you are in relationships, whether that's personal or in business as an entrepreneur. So that information is good for entrepreneurs. And then how you express yourself, because when you're in business, there are certain elements of your business that you'll need to have, but you may not have all those qualities as an entrepreneur. So you might need support, even if it's two or three people working on your team who can balance out even your Venus and Mars, because you could be a really shy person, but yet you have skills and and tools that, you know, that can help other people. Well, you may not be good at sales. 
right? right? You may be Very that true. behind the scenes person. So yeah. if you understand just those basic, that basic information of your astrology birth chart, it'll empower you, especially in this time, because we're moving into that entrepreneurship world. Right? Yeah, for sure. Now you had mentioned that some astrologers want people coming back. So they give them little bits of information at a time. So I'm curious, how would people interested in having their reading done know whether this person is the real deal? And what should readers, like what should people be on the lookout for in order to avoid being scammed? Well, for one, I would always, you know, get a referral or read their testimonials online. A lot of entrepreneurs and people that are genuine, you can follow them on social media. It's people I follow too, you know, make sure they're on social media somewhere. And it's not just some like ad you see flash up when you're on a website, like get your, when are you going to fall in love? Will it be this year? Don't, (laughs) don't, don't fall for that stuff. Come on. That, that, that's like old classic (laughs) stuff, but people still buy that. But, you know, a lot of my work comes from referrals. I don't even have a website, Brett. I really don't. Because even some of my clients are anonymous. I enjoy working with people that I know I can help them. And they don't want me walking around going, oh, guess who I just worked with. It's not about that. If I can help someone, I'm here to help you. There you go. I don't need to know who you are, how much money you make, or what you do for a living. Yeah, that doesn't matter. I'm looking at your picture of your birth chart. Yep. That's what matters, right? Yeah. Tamron, what are the stars telling us about what is happening in the world right now? Prepare for a new era. And it's going to be more about like a grassroots movement. You know, that song, Age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. Well, we're here, Brad. I'm not a good singer. So, (laughs) you know, you guys, okay. I went for it and that's all you get. There you go. Um, Hey, you made the effort. I did. I tried, right? I'm being me. So Age of Aquarius is about humanitarianism. It's about acceptance. It's Mm -hmm. about empathy and compassion. So I think, and this is just me, I think like a lot of these structures of like our Capricornian, like school systems, education system, politics, any type of system is coming down in the next couple of years so that we can live in a more cooperative society where it literally will be not about who you are, not about what you own. It'll be, how can you be of service to your neighbor? Love it. Love it. So it will be like these little like communities of people that are living in harmony and still able to help each other. I do believe the online world is going to be more expansive too, where we can connect with more people worldwide and live and travel like nomads, like yeah. not have that, you know, like we were talking earlier, not have that traditional house with the white yeah. picket fence. You know, your kids are going to learn cultures and new languages because they've traveled, I you know, it. they've gone, you know, and the internet will allow people to still work from home. I think this whole brick and mortar business, like that's going to come down too. It'll be interesting to see what we do with all these buildings yeah. Maybe that's where people are going to live. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> right. I just think it's going to be happier, but we are going to go through a lot of changes and it's about at the same time it's like living from our heart like things we talked about earlier it's not so much about what you see when your eyes are open it's about what you feel Mm -hmm. from when your eyes are closed 
you know, so I think meditation, a lot of these new age modalities and things that are very Eastern are going to become more global and more accepted. So I won't be so woo woo anymore. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right. So I think it's going to be good, Brad, but it is going to take some time and effort. And the only message I say to people is if you have something in a way, and I'm not talking money. But if you have something in a way that you know can help somebody else and it doesn't affect you, it doesn't take anything away from you, Mm -hmm. then be of service to someone. I love that. We need this change. I think it's very needed and I'm glad it started happening. The wheels are in motion. So it'll be interesting to see the direction things go for sure. Absolutely. Yep. I think it's going to be good. I think so too. What do you think we can expect as a collective over the next few years? Oh, yeah. Just a recap of what I said, Brad. I think over the next couple of years, like into 2023, and that's Mm -hmm. just because I know some astrological alignments are going to happen by then, is a lot of these systems are going to come down. And it's because they're old. It's kind of like, you know, if you can think of, say, an old building, you know, that's been around for centuries. Well, over time, you know, after the wind and the rain has, you know, rained on it and, you know, crumbled and stuff like that, it will start to crumble. But it needed to come down so that a new foundation can be built so that you can rebuild it, right? And Mm -hmm. so uh, it's happening at the same time. There's a lot of things coming down. But it's this other world of a reality that's happening at the same time because we're all reaching out and connecting and helping each other. That's creating this sense of empathy and compassion for everybody because this whole COVID, it's affected everybody. If COVID hasn't affected your life in some way, I don't know. What have you been doing? Sleeping under a rock somewhere? Yeah, that's about it. Like, where were you? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everybody's been touched by it in one way or another, for sure. Yeah. What is one common myth you would like to dispel or debunk about being an astrologer? We're not all (laughs) woo-woo. Like, it is a science, and it is based on math and science. So astrology is the study and the science of what the planets are doing. And if you understand what the planets represent, it creates a story. I say astrology is like an emotional story every day. There's a new story that's happening. And if you understand what those key planets, what they're doing, then you can understand what's happening astrologically. And it may even reflect what you're feeling. And then you go, whoa, oh, it's not just me that feels this way. Everybody else is feeling it, whether they can connect to it or not. Okay. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you come across many skeptics? And what do you say, what do you say to them when you do encounter that? Oh, I don't say anything to them anymore, Brad. (laughs) I'm like going on 60. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just, and it happens all the time. So I have learned not to fight back, not to jump, no name calling, whatever. If they say to me, oh yeah, whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. You believe in that. Oh yeah. People pay you for that. (laughs) I just go quiet and I go internal and I send them love through my heart. Beautiful. That's all I do. I just send love back because we're all waking up at different times and for different reasons. And so if it irritates them or it bothers them or they don't want to go there, that's got nothing to do with me. So your response to me is not my business. It's, you know, and I'm not going to be negative about it. I just send love. That's all. That's not all every not everyone's awakened yet. Not everyone's awakened up and, and at that point. So 
they'll get there eventually and it's not worth dying on that hill. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's their, that's their stuff. It, it yeah. isn't mine. So it's about, it helps keep me in a healthy boundary and to not take other things that other people think about me or say about me seriously. It's like, I just turn the dial off. Yeah. I go, that's yours, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> it took a me a long way. time to figure that one out. Oh, right? for sure. But that's a great yeah. way of looking at it for sure. Now I have to ask, I read that your nickname is the witch of one island. Lake. <laughs> How on earth did you get that nickname and who gave it to uh, you? Well, that's because like I said, I literally, I live in the woods <laughs> out here in Northern Ontario and the lake I live on, shh, don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's called one island lake and it's kind of remote, but the interesting thing is it's a popular lake, but it has like a paved road out here. So, but people don't live out here all year round. There's only like so many people that are out here all the time. But when I first started coming out here, I had relatives that live nearby. They're out here six months of the year now too. Okay. And they're a little bit older. So of course, you know, people have issues or whatever. And I'd be like, and they'd be like, oh, I'm going to go ask my doctor about this or whatever. And I'd be like, well, you know, when I was in school, I learned this, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Why didn't you try that? And people would look at me and go, well, who are you? Like, <laughs> And I'm like, well, I'm not saying anything works, but I'm willing to try it. And that's yeah. what I would do. I can't tell you what to do, but that's yeah. what I would do. So, you know, over time, you know, it kind of got to be common. Like, you know, I'd say to people, well, try drinking this herb or go pick this mushroom or, you know, like <laughs> try this essential oil or use buckflower essences or jump up and down and just, you know, like crazy <laughs> stuff. Right. Yeah. And so for a while, people did think I was this wacko weird chick. And then one of my relatives one day just said to me, oh, you're such a witch. And I went, no, I love it. I actually have a sign on my door that says, you say I'm a witch like it's a bad thing. Right? <laughs> it's kind of like this. I'm going to knock. Okay, on what? It's kind of like, you know, people hear about me and they go, yeah, you know, there's this woman. She lives out of one island lake. You know, she's the stuff of folklore and legend. (laughs) Exactly. You know, she might tell you to go buy and drink some tea or whatever, do something weird. But for some reason, it It always seems to work. It works. I don't know why it works. And people look at me and go, what did you give me? And Brad, sometimes it's not always just about what I gave them. It's like I blessed them through my heart. That's the alchemy me is like you know you got to figure it out for yourself but you know they don't want anybody to see that they've like knocked down my yeah door, yeah yeah boy, they're happy when they leave of you course know? i love it that's awesome yeah so <laughs> they call me the witch of, the witch of one island lake i love it someone Ta- made me a broom <laughs> <laughs> and brought it to me <laughs> that's amazing to date tamron what would you say is your biggest hire your greatest win oh that's an easy question brad being a mom okay yeah What do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? Oh, well, we briefly touched on this a bit, but for me, and even understanding my own astrology and my life purpose is understanding what power really means. And it was, again, learning how to manage my own energy, no matter what people throw at me or what people say to me, understanding it's how I respond rather than reacting and not trying to alter or control or change somebody else. That's my power, right? And because of that, I'm so much happier. Like, if you don't like me, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm weird? I'm okay, That's okay. with that. Weird is good. You think Normal I'm a witch? is boring. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> How do you define success? What does that word mean to you? 
Wow. Success for me, you know, I've really done that work and the why and whatever. And success for me is just about being a leader for my children and for this generation, because there is so much going on and we're bombarded. So success to me isn't about how much money I'm making. It's about how can I use my challenges and a lot of the ass kicking that I've had in my life to really stand up for myself. And how can I be that leader for other people who feel like they don't have that support and the guidance for what they need to find themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it really is about, you know, being that role model and being here because I can relate. What was a turning point in your life and how did that affect you? Oh, Brad, my big awakening, my turning point was back in 1999. Mm -hmm. And that was my big awakening when my father passed. And it was like the final straw in my life where I finally had to admit that I was very unhappy. And at that time, of course, I felt like a victim and I was blaming other people and, you know, the world and whatever and thinking like, okay, well, I got the fairy tale. Like I did everything I thought I was supposed to do, but why am I so dark and miserable and like wanting, I mean, I was suicidal. I wanted to check out. I was like, why am I here? Right. And that led me into opening and understanding that there is more to life. And luckily for me, and I say lucky because- I was having a lot of physical issues at the time in my body and I kept going to my doctor and she kept giving me medication. I mean, she was doing her job. I trusted her and I was getting sicker and sicker and I was having allergic reactions to a lot of the medication that wow. she was prescribing for me. And it was one thing after another. And so every time she'd give me something new, I'd have even a worse reaction. So I went back to her office one day and she looked at me and she was going through my file and she goes, well, I flagged this. I flagged can't have this. She can't have that. She looked at me and she shook her head. And she goes, I honestly don't know what I can give you. Like, what and I walked fuck? out of there going like, oh my God. you're a doctor (laughs) i know and she said to me i just hope you never get really sick there is and sent you on your way yeah like what could she give me like she did her job and i was in the midst of like a wicked sinus infection that had not gone away so like my face was all swollen you know i had no energy i mean i was a stay-at-home mom volunteering i had two young boys you know and i had a huge house to look after and you know blah 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 And I was so sick. And so that same day, I mean, this is the universe lining things up. Okay. That same day I went back to go pick up my boys from school because I lived in a small community. I used to pick them up every day. And because the school was right next to our house. It wasn't far. And rather than go on a bus for an hour, like they could be home in three minutes. So anyways, I walked in there and one of the other women that I volunteered with looked at me and you could see I was suffering. Like my face looked like I'd just been hit by a truck. Like I couldn't get the swelling to go down. And I told her what had happened. And she looked at me and she goes, well, if you have an open mind, she said, (laughs) I just got my certification and she was studying herbology and, you know, she was a Reiki practitioner and whatever. And she goes, if you want, come to my house. And maybe I can suggest some herbs for you. Yeah. And I said, oh, I said, I'm desperate. Of course. Try anything. Sure. Right. So I go to her house. Same thing. She does some energy work on me. She asked me some stuff. She gave me some oregano in herb capsules, whatever massage. She did a massage on my sinuses, drained all my sinuses. And the next day I woke up and I felt like a million bucks and I went, okay, 
So that worked. Now I need to know what she gave me, why she gave it to me. And I need to study this. That opened a huge door in my life. So am I angry? Absolutely not. (laughs) And so, you know, back then, a lot of these holistic schools, uh, there was a few in downtown Toronto, but I lived about an hour away and I didn't want to fight the city. So I managed to find some schools more in the Oakville area. So I was going against traffic. And I just dove right in, became a certified health coach, you know, started getting my own certifications in like Bach flower essence practitioners, using essential oils, herbology. And then years later, I opened my own brick and mortar business. Wow. 2008. So yeah, I just thought, you know what, there are options out there. Yeah, for sure. We don't have to, again, showing you, we don't have to take the societal standard conditioning roots there are other options yeah and there are other places in the world brad where the medical world and the holistic world work together yeah for sure like i'm not saying i don't need a doctor but not for emotional issues or like you know yeah and i like to really help people on the emotional realm like what's going on emotionally i'm gonna i'm gonna suggest something that you can use naturally that can shift your well a lot of the time the emotional and the trauma stuff is what manifests in physical pain conditions all of that stuff absolutely what would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life and what was your life like before learning it and what was your life like after learning it well i think for me is i'm going to be blunt and say yeah this. sure stop watching tv stop <laughs> reading the news stop thinking everything you read and hear is true <laughs> Like get on online, talk to real people, get out yeah. in your community. You know what? The world's not falling apart. It's yeah. getting better. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? I think my parents for sure, Brad. That's a good question. I think now, especially my mother, like my father has passed. So that yeah. really affected me in my awakening. But understanding astrology in my own journey, there is this massive you know, awakening where women are becoming more empowered, you know, we're in the workforce, we're becoming strong leaders, we act through our intuition as being told what to do. And I think a lot of that what's happening is because in this, I'm a baby boomer, like part of the end of the baby bloomers. And I think a lot of is what's happening is what I'm referring referring to as like a mother wound healing like a lot of our my mother's generation don't understand why I do what I do and and it's because I wasn't born in that time frame and so when even when I studied my own astrological birth chart you know a lot of the things that women have gone through like women have gone through so much trauma that they had to heal it's really because i think is so that they can be those leaders like you have to carry that light for you know others and you can't carry it if you haven't experienced it so i think a lot of it is because we had to go through it but when you work through your stuff and you're not so angry anymore it's fun and exciting to be of service to, to other people. It's an incredible feeling to be of service to others and to impact, have impact on others is one of the most incredible feelings in the world. Well, yeah, right. That, that's what we're all here for, isn't it? That's what I believe anyways. I believe that's what we're all here for is to be of service to others, to help others, to give back to others. Yeah. But for me, in my journey, I did too much of that and I didn't know how to look after myself. 
first. And I can't help someone if I haven't, you know, like, you know, I have a daily practice. I, you know, joking with you today, like I sit with myself before I talk to somebody like, absolutely. I work on me before I go out into the world, because if I wake up not feeling okay, like it's not about being perfect, I know what I can use to change my energy so that, you know, whatever. And if I am having a bad day or whatever, and I'm going to be around people, I want to let people know, hey, I'm feeling a little bit off today. So if I say something that is inappropriate or whatever, don't take it personal, right? Well, we all have bad bad days. We all do. We're human beings. Of course, we're going to have bad days. Absolutely. Tamron, if you could set up a billboard anywhere, where would you put it and what would it say? Wow. A billboard, I would have to say your time here on the planet, it matters. Mm -hmm. Everything we're doing every thought, everything, it really matters. And I put that everywhere, like social media, everywhere, just a constant reminder, as many places as possible to remind people that you're not, you're not just some random person that doesn't matter. Someone once said to me, well, I'm just one person. And I'm like, but it's like an ant. You can't say that we don't need, you have to think differently about why you're here. Yeah, you're here to experience love Yes, and to have a beautiful experience as a human being. That's right. We're only here for a short time. So make the best of it. Yeah. What does the word empowerment mean to you? I think is like I've shared in my own message is to continue working on myself every day, because that is the only thing that I can. There you go. Love it. Okay. We're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So the next grouping of questions, just be one, two, three, four word answer type thing. Okay. Awesome. What was your very first job? A babysitter. (laughs) What? 11 years old. (laughs) What is the very first thing you notice about a person? Their eyes. So I can connect to their soul. If you came with a warning label, what would yours say? No, I'm not your bitch. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love it. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? Oh, teach. Oh, just spend more time doing what you love. What's one thing you want, but cannot buy with money? More time with my kids. What is one of your favorite words? Never, ever give up. If you could have one superhero superpower, what would that be? To literally fly with my human body. Like to literally lift my body up and fly around when I wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) That concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. If you had the opportunity to sit down and have a one hour conversation with one woman, any woman in the world, who would it be and why? Oh, Shania Twain. Yes, I can relate to her story on so many levels. And I think we're at a stage in our life now where we can have a lot of laughs over the stuff we've encountered in our life. All right. What is your why, Tamron? To be a role model for my kids and really support this millennial generation. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? Always trust your intuition. You make me laugh. You're just so, the the energy is beautiful coming through. I love it. You're hilarious. Thanks. (laughs) I'm happy. I can tell. Lastly, Tamron, if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world, like your corner of the world, your tribe, your people, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? What would you say? What words of wisdom would you impart? 
Oh, probably be something like thank you to everyone whose path I've crossed in this lifetime and gave me that opportunity to live here on this planet Earth and to be a part of this massive spiritual awakening that is occurring right now because I'm experiencing so much love in my life and I feel so blessed and lucky to be alive. I love like, that. I'm that so is- lucky. That is so powerful, Tamron. I love it. That's beautiful. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks. Tamron, thank you so much for making the time to be here with me today. It's been an absolute <laughs> blast. I've absolutely loved the conversation. Thoroughly enjoyed every minute of it. You are such a beautiful soul. Your energy is incredible. I am just so happy that our paths cross. I'm lucky and feel blessed to know you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. And I am honored to have you as a member of the Empowerography community. Oh, thank you so much, Brad. And yay to my fellow Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love I'm going to wave down to you, okay? Because okay, I, yeah. I am above you right yes. now. So I'm going to wave down to you. I see that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to blow. I'm going to do this. <laughs> Can you feel it? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for a wonderful chat, Tamron. I appreciate you. Oh, thanks so much to you, Brad. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my (laughs) guest has been Tamron. She is a shamanic storyteller, a spiritual alchemist, and an astrologer. Thank you so much, Tamron. I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful rest of the day. You too, Brad. Cheers. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.